The Medical College of Wisconsin Office of Student Health and Wellness presents Well, 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 where each episode a very special guest and I discuss what it means to be well in the world of health science education. Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of Well, Well, Well. This is the next segment of our Failure Share series and I am so excited to introduce Dr. Malika Syker. She's an Associate Dean for Student Inclusion and Diversity and an Associate Professor in the Department of Radiation Oncology at MCW. In her administrative role, she directs initiatives focusing on cultivating a culture of inclusion for learners and increasing student diversity through pathway programs for learners interested in health science careers. Her patient care emphasis are blood, brain, pediatric, and prostate cancers. She has published multiple peer-reviewed manuscripts, essays, and book chapters, and is a passionate advocate for health equity. As faculty of the Kern Institute, she works to transform medical education around character and empathy. She's active on Twitter, and she enjoys spending time with her three kids and husband, yoga, and traveling. I hope that you all enjoy this episode. Be well. So thank you so much for being here, Dr. Syker. I really appreciate it. We always get started with the same icebreaker question of what's one way that you've been promoting your wellness or taking care of yourself recently? Thank you so much for having me today. It's really an honor to be with you and to have an opportunity to talk about this really important topic. One way that I've been promoting wellness for myself lately has been getting back to my yoga mat for... Uh, some hot vinyasa yoga sessions. And it's always such a treat because I run into many of um, other Medical College of Wisconsin uh, community members there as well, particularly several students. Hot vinyasa yoga is a great way to get a wonderful workout, but also to connect with mind, body, and spirit. So I've been enjoying that. It's been hard for me to find time lately since I'm driving my kids around to all of their sports. So in lieu of that, um, I've started reading again and doing crossword puzzles. I love that. And I will say I love yoga. I practice regularly, but I've tried hot yoga one time and it was, I, it was a little much for me, a little sweaty for me, but I do love the practice of yoga so much. And we're actually having a yoga class for the MCW students tomorrow. Yeah. For love your body week. I go to a studio in Wauwatosa that's near the school. So I think that it's a popular studio among students as well. So yeah. uh, it's a fun place to run into people and uh, catch up. And it's definitely a, a bonding experience uh, going through the class together. Very cool. So Dr. Syker is here as part of our Failure Share series to so graciously share a failure story with us of what happened, how she responded, what she learned, and how she's integrated this failure into who she is today. So Dr. Syker, we always just kind of dive right in. How did you fail? What happened? Well, first of all, it was really hard for me to find a failure that I wanted to share, not because I haven't failed before. I've failed many times, but I wanted to find something that I, first of all, felt safe sharing. Second of all, felt would resonate with the audience, um, you know, something in my professional life, something that had to do with um, medicine. And thirdly, um, you know, something that, you know, is, is something that a lot of uh, other people go through, not like a, you know, first world problem or something. So the failure that I wanted to share with everybody today is about the time that I ran into some pretty tough challenges as a second year medical student. 
uh, during my second year of medicine at University of Wisconsin School of Medicine and Public Health, my dad was diagnosed with cancer. My parents were divorced uh, when I was in high school, and uh, my dad had full-time custody of us. And so he was really the one that was, you know, took responsibility um, for all of the, the child-rearing uh, responsibilities in our family. And I relied on him for a lot of things. So I remember getting that phone call uh, during my second year of medical school uh, when he called me to tell me that he had cancer. And uh, it was a shock. It was a shock that I don't think that I was prepared for. And I ended up spending excessive amounts of time researching his cancer, researching about cancer in general, uh, looking for, you know, investigating treatments. And um, it got to the point where I needed to take a break from medical school because, you know, I wasn't doing well. Sure. So uh, I ended up calling um, the course director for the exam that was just around the corner in GI um, asking for an extension. And I was very lucky to have been granted an extension. Had I not been granted that extension, I don't know if I would be here today talking about um, this because the situation was that dire. Um, and I also uh, decided to take a, a leave of absence from medical school. I was planning to, on doing a, a leave of absence between my third and fourth year to do a research year, but I decided to take it between my second year and third year instead, which would give me more time to study for step one uh, and then um, you know, finish out the semester, study for step one, take step one, and then move on to my research project. And so how did that leave end up going for you? How did you handle that year and how did you sort of process all that was happening the your the personal you know the health of your family but then also the the matter that you took a leave I was really lucky because the week that I was contemplating all of this there was an email that went out to all students uh, that was an application for a funded one-year research program uh, through the GCRC which was a clinical research program so um you know, it seemed like all the pieces were coming together. I did a, uh, a summer research project between my first and second year in cystic fibrosis. So I contacted the PI that I worked with to propose that I could potentially spend the next year uh, doing a research project. And my, my research mentor was glad to support me. So I got this news in March of my second year. So I was able to apply for that opportunity. I was able to um, get that opportunity. I was accepted into the program. Uh, I postponed my GI exam, had time to uh, finish that up uh, later on in the semester, uh, studied for step one um, over the summer, and then started my research project in uh, July or August of that year. So everything uh, worked out, but it was definitely during that, during that month when everything was kind of uncertain with my dad's health and the applications, it was definitely a really stressful time. The research year was one of the most amazing experiences of my uh, medical school career. To be able to take a year and to focus on something like research uh, was invaluable. I was able to take, you know, potentially a really negative situation and turn it into a positive situation. 
uh, it was something that I got asked a lot about uh, on my residency applications. You know, it showed a commitment um, to scholarly activities. And uh, personally, it allowed me to take a step back from the grind of medical school and focus more uh, on my personal life, uh, my dad's health, my own personal well-being. I grew that year in a lot of ways, uh, you know, in terms of maturity and focus. So it ended up being a really positive experience. Wow. So I think even though, you know, you were saying things kind of did work out and some things fell into place, I just hear a lot of resiliency, though, because it was certainly still a lot of work, you know, certainly not easy. Yeah, I, I would say resiliency for sure, uh, you know, because I really felt like, you know, I was close to hitting a rock bottom in terms of, you know, not, you know, not knowing how to balance everything, but also luck just getting that email for the funded research position that week. And um, of course, the support uh, of my course directors and MCW administration. And, you know, now that I'm in administration, I remember that. I remember what it was like to go through that. And I want to be there for students who are facing similar challenges. I think that's something that a lot of students don't realize is they don't realize their options. Um, and sometimes, you know, taking a leave of absence, you know, it seems like maybe it would be something negative or, or something scary uh, or, you know, uncertain. But depending on how you frame the, the leave, it could be something that's very much a positive. Right. And as you said, sort of sets you apart. It seemed like that experience was unique in comparison to others. Yes, I mean, it was definitely a unique research project, for sure. Right. Uh, we were investigating the ancient origin of cystic fibrosis, and our methodology was to search for um, Delta F508 uh, cystic fibrosis mutations and Celtic skeletons that were um, thousands of years old. So it, it definitely was an interesting project, uh, but... It was sort of uh, my first foray into multidisciplinary care. We were working with a team of anthropologists, geneticists, basic scientists, clinicians. Um, my PI assembled a, an international team of experts to look into this project. Wow, very cool. And I, I think you're, you've already touched on this a little bit, Dr. Syker, but we always kind of say with our 2020 hindsight now, um, you know, you said you recognize this leave as being more of a positive than a negative at this point in your life. But is there anything else you notice now about that experience or that you've learned about that experience? Well, I think that taking a leave of absence is something that a lot of our medical students aren't necessarily aware um, is a, an opportunity or a possibility. Right. So, uh, you know, I try to and I'm thankful, you know, to be on this podcast to share my experience. But I try to um, encourage students to to take that leave, especially students who went straight from undergraduate into medical school, um, which is which is what I did. Taking that leave of absence and and getting off the hamster wheel and focusing on you know some things that are bigger than than our curriculum is an opportunity to grow and develop maturity and insight. Perfect. And just generally, what do you want MCW students to know or remember about failure or, you know, perceived failure? I mean, failure is a really charged word. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I don't even know, uh, you know, 
you know, was, you know, was that a failure? You know, what's a failure? I mean, not getting a gold medal in the Olympics, you know, is that a failure? I mean, you're in the Olympics. Uh, So, uh, so, you know, that's, that, that shouldn't be a failure. And same thing, you know, with medical school, getting into medical school and is, is an incredible accomplishment. Uh, And so, you know, if you don't get a, you know, the best grade on a test or, match into your top choice residency, you know, is that, I don't know, is that really a failure? So I think it's important to um, have a positive growth mindset as you think about, you know, a a so-called failure in your life and uh, to think of it as a, you know, a growing opportunity or uh, a way to build resilience. My, I mean, for an an example, my daughter is a pretty competitive uh, hockey player and her uh, team lost a big game and they're not able to go to the state tournament. And, um, you know, a lot of the parents, you know, obviously a lot of the players on the team are just crushed. Uh, you know, it was a game that they, they, you know, probably could have won. And as a mom and as somebody uh, who is really into character building, I was actually, you know, happy for her to have this experience you know, in character building, resilience, grit at such a young age so she can learn start to learn to develop the tools to overcome, you know, disappointments in life. So I don't know. I don't know if I really even like the word failure. Uh, Sure. But we all encounter things or experience things that don't go our way. And so, uh, you know, the, the big question is always what we do next. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think our idea here was kind of taking the word back a little bit, right? Like normalizing it as what, as I said, failure or perceived failure as sort of not necessarily a a negative. And as you said, if you have this like growth mindset and being able to um, reflect when things just don't go as you would want them to go, we'll say. Yeah, there's definitely, I feel like there's just been a lot of that in the air right now, you know, watching the Olympics and um, reading the news. But, uh, you know, as long as we, you know, keep a growth mindset and focus on, you know, what's important, you know, the safety and well-being of, you know, those around us, those closest to us in our, you know, country, I think that's what's really important. Yes, I love that. And Dr. Syker, if students are so inspired by this episode, or they want to keep the conversation going, how can students reach you or where can they find you? Yeah, anybody can reach out to me over my uh, MCW email address, uh, msyker at mcw.edu. Alternatively, feel free to reach out to me on uh, Twitter, uh, or Instagram. Uh, my name is uh, Dr. Malika Syker. I'd be very glad to meet with individuals one-on-one or interact via social media. Perfect. Thank you. And I will put um, those in the show notes as well for listeners. So just thank you so much again, Dr. Syker. I so appreciate you being here, sharing your story with us. Um, it means so much to me and no doubt means so much to our listeners and the MCW students. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me.